Welcome to PEV Lane. The show all about PEVs. My name is Hanson. My name is Brett, also known as E-Rider A. And today we're going to talk about the rise and fall of Boosted. How exciting. But first, let's jump into this week. Yes, of course we got to jump into this week. So before we get into the topic, we have a couple things we want to say. And I think the first thing is in relation to our last episode. Yeah, so if you saw our last video, I guess video. Uh, last week, we did our full review on the Kinetic Performance One uh, EUC shoes. And if you stayed till the end of that episode, you may have noticed that we were giving away a pair. Uh, mm. So that giveaway, uh, we will announce the winner tomorrow on our Instagram at PEV Lane. So make sure you follow. And if you didn't see the last video and you haven't entered yet, now's your last chance. Make sure you subscribe to our channel uh, and enter your email address at the link below in the description uh, to be entered into that giveaway. We'll be giving away a pair of shoes uh, again tomorrow on our Instagram. Yeah, so a little early bird notice for anyone who's watching this notice or this episode, sorry, they can uh, they can quickly get in the last little second of the giveaway before we announce it in the morning. Sounds good. Yes. Um, and then I think we're moving right into a second piece of news, which is somewhat controversial in the EUC world. I know we're talking about eboards today, but um, this is something I think you brought up to my attention as well. Yeah. And uh, like you said, this is an e-skate e episode, but we're PV lane. Mm -hmm. So we got to talk about everything. Uh, yeah. And this this news is EUC related, but it's uh, in con in regards to the Bagode Master mm -hmm. and um, the batteries. Yeah. So initially, when those wheels were kind of announced and pre-orders had begun, uh, Bagode had told everyone, retailers, individuals, that they could get the wheel in a bunch of configurations with different batteries from. Samsung cells to LG to Mollus cell. Which was a kind of exciting for us because we're like, whoa, options. Yeah, so it was cool. You could get your different battery options. And then along with that, there was different BMS configurations for those batteries. Mm -hmm. uh, and the main one being Litec. The big change, yeah. The big change, right? So you could get Bogode BMS with any of those cells or a Litec BMS with any of those cells. Yes. Now everyone was kind of excited about this until recently when we got some news. Yes, and I know a bunch of people who ordered the Litec version in here in Canada um, and they got some news which I've heard uh, and it's all over the, the internet now but uh, Bagode will not be offering Litec batteries anywhere. Yeah because apparently there was an exclusive deal between Litec and eWheels yes. uh, to do this and Bagode wanted in and thought they can get in so started selling them but then it just it, it wasn't a thing so. Yeah and my understanding is it's simply in North America so in North America eWheels will be the exclusive distributor of uh, Bagode wheels with Litec BMSs and they've already been selling those for quite a while now mm -hmm. so you can buy like an RS um EXN, any of the, the other main Gotway wheels uh, from eWheels with the Litec BMS, and you have been able to do that for some time. And I think now we've what's come to light is that they have an exclusive agreement for North America, is my understanding, so Bagode couldn't get that. They could have offered it elsewhere in the world, but they just chose to not offer them at all. Hmm. And so they've just kind of said, okay, we're going to just ship the master with Bagode BMS. If you want the Litec BMS, eWheels is your only choice now. Yeah, so that's news. 
that's yeah. news in itself. Uh, so I'm sure that's a that's a story that's going to evolve over time, and we may be wrong in some of the things yeah, we've for said. Sure. So maybe a big asterisk on that as well. And if we are wrong, we're always open. I know in the past we were, we were wrong and we retract the point that um, that one wheel had everything serialized. serialized. Yeah, and now we've learned and... that it's not right. So we will take things back and retract things, and you'll see that in the comments or in the uh, but description. as of now, but as of now, this no light tech batteries. Yeah. that's what we know. All right, are we ready to move into an episode about boosted boards? Yeah, let's do it. Boosted is dear, close to my heart. Is it now? Yeah. Do even... we do we want to just explain our relationship to boosted, and then we'll go to the beginning of boosted and how it kind of rose up, or do you want to talk about the beginning and then kind of interject when you came into the scene? Let's uh, let's go to the beginning and go chronologically and from the beginning of boosted. Of boosted, yeah, and then yeah. we can kind of talk about. Maybe where we entered the scene mm -hmm. or where other in influencers or people that we look up to or that we're familiar with have entered the scene and how they impacted it. Mm -hmm. so, so I'll let you kick it off. The uh, Yeah, the history of Boosted. It's a very interesting story, but it's becoming more and more common in the PEV and micromobility type of space. And um, there's some great videos out there, and Jimmy Chang made a great video about it. Uh, and he mentions things about venture capitalism and about how you need that investment money and then that return on investment. And it's just either, you know, there's, he says there's three ways of going out. One of them is, you know, you're broke. You go broke. Um, and I think, you know, he alluded very much to the fact that that's what happened with Boosted here. And it's just, it's crazy how it happened. So they were three guys who were Stanford, I believe, Stanford um, students. And they started this startup company for this in, I believe it was 2012, which was a very long time ago. But Can we people, get a fact check on that? Yeah, we're going to pull it up right now. Yeah, 2012, 2012. was founded, mid-2012, using X, which was, I believe, part of Stanford startup programs and stuff like cool. that. Cool, that's right? kind of like Ryerson's DMZ, there or now the Toronto Metropolitan University. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone knows Boosted Boards if you know, you're know you very, very OG from the beginning. Is 2014 was the date that you actually started really seeing these Boosted Boards coming out that weren't like prototypes. So why was that? What happened in those two years? So they went in between, they went from there and they started a very successful Kickstarter campaign. Okay, that, that's that, what I was going to say because I recall Kickstarter and I don't remember StartX. Exactly. So that's okay. where they actually started with StartX, but the very the thing that became very famous was they asked for a hundred thousand dollars on kickstarter and they get they got almost half a million okay so they got a lot of money Huge. to start with right and that's <clears throat> like what year was that 2014 so that's eight years ago a long time ago eight years well now we look back it's you know eight years is a long yeah time ago. but i guess what i'm thinking is it's a long time ago and kickstarter was like tiny back then it was kind of yeah so that's probably that's that 500k on kickstarter was probably one of the bigger projects i think kickstarter would have promoted it as well yeah. because i remember seeing ads and stuff like that and it was just this was such a successful campaign i mean maybe kickstarter is way older than eight years and i'm just dating myself now <laughs> i don't know so with that came a lot of money and that idea of venture capitalism really set them off on that track where like they got that big boost right away so now now they're going to be asking for even more money and trying to do even crazier things. They came out with the V1 and then they came out with the Dual Plus. Um, and, and then eventually in 2016, they came out with the second generation. And that's when things really started to go crazy because before the second generation came out, Casey Neistat came onto the scene. 
don't know who Casey Neistat is. Very successful vlogger. Stop watching now if you don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. Very successful vlogger who took to boosted boards and became, in a way, an ambassador. I believe he was an ambassador, but never really called himself that. But a huge influence to a lot of people who ended up picking up the boosted board in specific. Yeah. And I think part of it, like you said, he wasn't an ambassador, but he got tons of free boards from them yeah and he loved it so much because he loved the board so much and he had what like 10 of them in his studio yeah so if you don't know (laughs) what we're talking about his perspective just check out his videos is great um everyone you gotta go back to 2017 though yeah everyone who's been around here for a long time they might gawk oh yes casey nice that it's like he's that well known right in this community so uh he made a video when the v2 came out and at that point he was fully engulfed within uh within the boosted culture and that um really took off but there was a little bit of an issue that came with the v2s uh, at the very beginning at the beginning of 2017 um, there was a bit of a fire issue where the ceo actually flew out to new york city to see someone's battery that had started to explode and 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 they managed to stop it so he was there literally inspecting it and there was a big crash in their kind of perspective the hype train yeah exactly right after that that's when i Sounds came into familiar this- <laughs> anyways continue <laughs> that's when i came into the scene was right after that little did i know you know i just watched casey neistat videos and i knew i wanted electric skateboard and stuff to get around so i ended up getting the v2 for the first time and it was with the standard battery as well which got about yeah. 10 kilometers of range eight kilometers of range or something like that that was before they came out with the plus was it called yeah or the add-on to the battery the extended battery extended it was the same part like pack but it was like slightly longer yeah so they came out with the v2 and then later on they came out with the extended battery or maybe it was the same time i need to be corrected on that (laughs) but it was they didn't have the extended battery before that because everyone was just asking. well i remember the extended batteries were like super hard to get initially or something Mm -hmm. like people wanted them but they i think they came out later so if you had ordered one they gave you the standard one first and then they like shipped you the extended one later on. That's what Did I recall. You hear that? Really? Yeah, I swear there's like a YouTuber or someone, maybe it was even Casey. And like the first one they had was like the standard. And then they got the extended, like sh- the well, battery shipped to them separately. Yeah. Well, one great thing about Boosted is, you know, one of the reasons why they became so popular is everything is so robust, but it's also modular. Yeah. They did a so- really good job at making it easier to swap out the battery pack from that even though there was still some tools involved mm-hmm. it was pretty well built in like a modular sense yeah so the battery was you weren't very... worried about like a tiny cable like getting ripped or something exactly yeah. everything was very robust like when you screwed in that battery there wasn't a big spark or anything like yeah. that like it wasn't a big capacity battery but when you plugged it in and you screwed that tight you you had a good feeling it was good hard casing on there and like the nice metal plates yeah. very good finish and they were nicely flush for the most part and just six screws yeah. to take out the battery right yeah. and the battery connection itself um so that's i think that come kind of comes back to the american mentality of making things robust in a way instead of not to blame china for doing things in different ways but sometimes just making it good enough yeah you know so Actually, I have it right here. If anyone's watching the video version of this, I have my original V2 deck that I bought back in the day. This is my very first start into... So this is made by who again? I believe... The deck. Because the deck was deck. not made by Boosted at that time, right? Yeah, that's another story. This yeah, is, we'll this get is into between that. V2 and V3. That's exactly where we're at. Yeah. Um, this is the V2, and I believe it's covered in stickers, but yeah. this was one of the ones that was... I don't want to say it was made by Loaded because it's not. It's not loaded? Oh, okay. I think this is... Forgetting the name. Boosted's first attempt at making their own... Really? Bamboo deck? 
You may but I right. may be wrong in saying that as well. Because I don't ever remember having a loaded... Or maybe they took the loaded logo off, but still ended up and using it. they still were it. like sourcing them. Maybe that's what it was. It's been so long. I should yeah. have recalled this better. Because the I know for sure between V2 and V3, there was the switch from like the bamboo to like the fiberglass. Okay, before we get into yeah, that, when sure. did you get into the scene? So yeah, so for me... Because I'm very interested. I want to know that now. I don't remember the exact year, but I think it was 2017 as well. So it was before the V3s came out. It was before V3s for sure. Okay, like, so same time. It I'm... was around when the V2 came out, um, but I didn't have a V2. I started with a Meepo, which was around the same time. Okay, so that same. So type I had of the lightweight. very, I had the very first ever Meepo. Like when Kieran, I think his name is Kieran, the creator of Meepo, created the Meepo board. It was a very popular, like became very popular very quickly because it was so cheap. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of the first like hub motor boards from China. Um, and so I had bought that and then I quickly grew out of it and was like, oh, boosted are where it's at. But they were more money. And I ended up buying one of the minis. Um, so that was part of the V3 series, which it came with V3. I thought it was like mm -hmm. in between or something. That was part of the V3 series. Okay. Okay. But yeah, but I was like wanting one before the V3 came out. So you got following the them e closely. Scene. I was e-skating. Yes. I just didn't ride a V2 at that time. Yeah. So around um, the V2s as well is when the community really started to go crazy. And that's when yeah. like this and that's why I got into type it. of nature came about. Yeah. I was watching Casey. Yeah, I was like, I want to e-skate. Right. You have Tom in New York City who was leading group rides at that point too. And yeah. like everyone was going nuts for these. And it doesn't matter what you were riding. You'd want to go to the boosted group rides or the boosted yeah. events. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then after that, and I, it may have been a lot of the cult following with Casey Neistat as well. Like a lot of, it was just... For Boosted at this time, a lot of things were just coming together. They were coming together perfect. They were getting the investment they needed. And then they kind of had a little bit of a... Their marketing was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> With all the YouTubers and yeah. social. And, you know, shout out to Bobby, who is there. I, I don't want to get his title wrong, but he was like customer experience okay. manager. Or, or like, I don't even know. He deserves a better title than that. And correct me what his actual <laughs> title was. But Bobby's amazing. And he, like, I've met him more than once. And I live in Toronto. And he's way out in California where, where they were based, right? Yeah. So, like, having this great following was amazing. And then... But sorry, just to ask you here. Yeah. You, you, obviously, you're in Toronto. When you got your first Boosted, were you here or were you in New York? Because I know you were in New York for some time. I never lived in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so I was always there. here. So I worked as a tour guide, and I'd take people from a bus here, bring them over the border, and oh, bring them there, and then bring okay. them all the way back here as well. Okay. But it was literally probably, I did that for about six months, and then I got a booster board. Oh, okay. okay. So it was around that same time it's that I was doing it. Time, so yeah. I ended up bringing this to New York a few times, oh, and like okay. I begged and, you know, you know, trying to find out, you know, where the crew was. Yeah, and, you yeah. know. It'd be nice to see Who's Casey Neistat at one point, but you know, you <laughs> hit can't... a Broadway man. Yeah, well, my bus was office. always there, and yeah. I was always hanging out there, but I Sam never went Sheffer. looking for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I met Sam Sheffer at NYEF in 2019. Shout okay. out Sam Sheffer. Um, yeah, he's pretty cool to me. And then I also met his UPS driver who brought him all his packages. Yeah. Casey's UPS driver who brought him all his packages. Well, I guess in Sam's too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So after that cult following kind of became a thing, then the V3s were kind of going to be announced. Okay. And as the V3s were coming out before they actually started shipping real units, they did the summer showdown. Remember the summer showdown? You're going to have to refresh my memory. Okay. 
So on the app that Boosted had, they pinned cities against one another, and it was I think us against Seattle, and someone against someone against somebody else, and New York okay, against okay. somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you got points for riding, points for showing up to the demo. So if your name went in the tablet, okay, I'm the, starting the to recall this now. There, yep, yep. right. And then in the end, whoever got the most points, that city would be awarded three free boards. Right, so that was part of the big announcement of the V3. Now I know where this is going. You can demo the new V3 Stealth and stuff with these demos, and then if you show up, you enter your email, and that gives points to that city and stuff like that. So that was the big announcement of the V3s, and that's when you see um, the Stealth come into play, the Mini X come into play, the Mini S come into play, and they're starting to branch out from the traditional longboard design. That makes sense too, because the Minis also had the fiberglass tops. Mm -hmm. So now what you're saying kind of makes sense with my timeline and my memory now now yeah. i'm avoiding one thing that we're going to get yeah, to no, in the future sure. and that's the rev we'll get there but there's a reason why we're going to get there um but even before the rev i would say so you're like you're talking about the v3 and all this big competition they had so they were they were flying flying high very much so. in terms so, of like a company and money flowing so they got what was a, a ten thousand no a hundred thousand dollars and they had their investor series a series b numbers but i know there was a one and there was a six that's for sure i gotta get those exact numbers here maybe i'll find it some other time oh there we go yeah so it was a 10 million dollar and a 60 million dollar investment yeah yeah, so first they was, got the $10 million, and that was years before. And then it blew up and, even more. And 2018, December of 2018, they received the big $60 million, which everyone thought was, oh, that's it. That's their valuation. Oh, it's a huge valuation, et cetera, Exactly, et cetera. and that really put the number on Boosted, and yeah. that's what helped them make the V3 series was that $60 yes. million. Now, um, you know, they were a great company. They had... Before the V3 came into play, those three CEOs from Stanford, they started to kind of fade out of the picture. And the there was a new CEO that stepped in before the V3 series came out. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I knew this. Yeah. So it's either with these venture capitalism, you either sell the company. Yeah. Or they get a portion or whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. So you either go public, you sell the company to a bigger company, or you go broke. Right. So they were just keep on taking this investment. So they're delaying one of those three options. Diluting by... their company. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now at this point, this new CEO takes over, hires a bunch of new people. Not only is he introducing the new Mini X, the Mini S, the new smaller boards, he's also introducing the Rev. And this Rev is in the scooter category. It's unlike any other scooters, dual motor. It looked so cool. And it was honestly think it still looks better than some of the scooters we have today. It's impressive for what it was. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know how the performance compares to what we have today as I'm not that familiar with the scooters, but definitely that the rev when it announced was announced was very impressive. Yeah. And I remember people being like, holy, this came out of nowhere. Kind like, of, yeah, we didn't expect the skateboard and company. Like, and it was like a flagship scooter. It wasn't like, oh, here's an entry level nine bot max it was very boosted though because like we said in the beginning of the episode with the v1 and the v2 it's all very robust true you know they considered how to build it Mm -hmm. in a way that they did it modular yeah 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 so that's kind of people kind of complain about the boosted price but at the end of the day that's what you're getting with that price is a little bit more robustness they spent more r&d right they spent more money on r&d well they did it more Make Americanized sure that... in a way than a lot of mm-hmm. you know maybe I'd love to see a board come out of like Italy or Germany or something like that That'd oh yeah, cool. yeah. Um, maybe there is it probably is and we need to educate <laughs> ourselves um, or I need to but yeah that became a very exciting thing uh, with the rev coming up but it also came with a bit of you know 
growing pains. That's for sure. Yeah. And so it's interesting because there's all this hype going on. There's the competition, the summer, what was it called? Summer showdown? The summer showdown. Yeah. And I feel like at that time that was, was also the, the beginning of the fall in my mind. When I think about Boosted now and I look back, the announcements of all the V3 boards, um, the the scooter, the Rev, it was hyped and it was huge because it was like, look at all this new stuff. We have the minis now. They were still riding like a really good flow and of like getting new customers and selling lots of products. But I also feel like it was the plateau, which to me is like the beginning of the end <laughs> in a way, only because there was so much talk at the time that I remember of these new boards not being as quality and you know how you're saying like boosted quality okay that's the assembly of the quality the components and everything v3 didn't use as high quality parts as v2 in many cases now the reason for that is because when they switched to v3 they moved all of the production entirely to china yeah and the thing about the rev is that it was the first product that boosted presented that was entirely made in China. Okay. They were known up to that point. So for, they literally just like designed it in California and were like, well, the Kickstarter was there. entirely done in California. Yeah, the which V1, can be fine, but right. And they were used loaded decks. Yes. Right. So yeah, they then, were taking like well-known products mm -hmm. and putting parts together to make like a quality e-skate. Yeah. Now I was kind of, I was kind of hounding the people at the summer showdown. I was there for like every event and made them, they didn't know who I was before. So in the end they decided I deserved one of the, the boards and I decided to go with the stealth to this day, forever grateful yes. for them giving me that. And the stealth but, was their like top of the line. V3, it was their right? faster, the faster one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm very grateful to have that, which means I also have some perspective on it too, which is really cool because that you deck had was a v2 as well i had a v2 yeah. yeah so the deck was made differently it was like a composite it had different sections like yeah. snowboard Fiber almost glass. yeah yeah and it had like different compartments on the outside than the inside and it was meant to flex differently so like there was just a lot of thought put into it but um we were all very excited for that and it was up until the point where we were like okay, there's going to be something new coming out and people are like looking on the forums for a V4. Like what are the new boards going to have and stuff like this that that we kind of, there was some suspicion in the air. First thing we saw was like they were being asked to bring their own lunches to work instead of being provided the lunch. So little telltale signs within the At company, the company. Oh, okay. that something was not going right after this V3 launch. And uh, one of the reasons which we should talk about, you know, as we get into the troublesome part of this whole story, um, is the trade war that went on with China in the US and Trump. That's right. That was right when Trump was elected. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. That definitely played a big role in the cost of their products, right? Yeah. Because they decided, oh, we're going to build everything in China now. Mm -hmm. And then Trump came in and said, anything from China, there's a tariff on. Ironically enough, that timing could not have been any worse <laughs> for them. And they said in an article early on, they said, yeah, we're just going to eat the tariff. It's going to be okay. We're oh, gonna eat I the see. Tariff. Just eat into their profits. Yeah. Keep so the price the same. But they applied for an exclusion. Oh, okay. I believe they were granted that, but they weren't given the money. Oh, from like a rebate or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah. then they owed retailers money. And all these retailers are kind of getting a little skeptical. And they were saying, hey, you know, we haven't been paid. Okay. What's going on here? So before 
before there was a V4, everyone was kind of very excited about the V3 and what it what had come of it, what have come of the, you know, the minis and all of Like, you could take the Mini S on a plane because it was under what, yeah. 100 or... Watt hours or... Yeah, or whatever it is. I don't know. I got to look yeah. that up again. There's so many things you got to remember with electricity. I think <laughs> you could remove the battery or something. Yeah, or it was could... removable and it was under... It was like a laptop battery, basically. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it was doable. Anyway, um, with all of that V3 hype, it was amazing, but then... The ambassadorship, uh, they were sending those guys out to do bigger events and they had Tony Hawk kind of on the inside and we were all like, something's going to happen. And then things kind of got quiet in a way and a weird announcement came out. I should get the actual date. Yeah, get the that. date because I'm curious. So the V3 was 2018, right? With the Rev? The Rev was, was May 15th, 2019, 2019. when they announced that. So early 2019. Yeah. That includes all the V3 stuff? Uh, or did I, those come separately? Probably around the same time. I remember, well, the Summer Showdown had the V3. Oh, I see. So maybe it was January 2018. Yeah, the extended okay. battery was released. Oh, okay. So so basically, there was like a year. And then April 17th, 2018, they announced the third generation, which was the two short boards and the two long boards. What year was that? That was in 2018, April. Yeah. Exactly. So what it what it sounds like is like there was almost a full year, and what you're saying aligns where you guys months. people were waiting for that fourth gen. Yeah, and, and they got a scooter, and they got a scooter, which wasn't like a new and generation. Yeah, they still called it V3. Exactly. And then the stealth and everything just stayed in production, but then it got quiet. Yeah, and Nothing. a lot of people were kind of they were skeptical because a lot of people were sending things back to Boosted, and they're like, "How is Boosted paying for all of this? They'll take it." They'll fix it up and they'll send it back, and I didn't pay for a thing. That's yeah. how the warranty worked. Yeah, wow. And even out it's of warranty, I was out of warranty wheel. a couple times, and they, I sent it right back. Got things like my one motor just stopped working. I believe yeah. they gave me a whole new ESC when I put it. I sent it all the way across the continent. Yep. And they sent it all the way back. And, and they covered it. Wow. So I don't know how that sustains, but venture capitalism, you get that bigger investment. You try to it's do all anything. about growth. Yeah. You try to do anything. Let's be that company who could just do this. Yeah. Right. They were trying to take over the whole market, maintain like a not a monopoly, but like own the market share, have the most market share. Yeah. And who's not going to sign up for that? Yeah. Right. I have a robust um, product. I have a great ambassador team and people out there like Bobby and, and Tom in New York City. And like you just want to be out there with those people. Um, and it's more than just a board. So then when, you know, the community just kept on going and kept on going, um, we were caught kind of waiting after the rev for something to come up. It wasn't until 2020 and it was, I believe, March, yeah, early March, March 4th, 2020, which is ironic. Yeah. Um, it says here due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I don't want to say that's true because I don't believe that's true. Boosted announced that it was laying off a significant portion of its team. It was seeking a buyer so in that statement i don't know if we could put it up here maybe we won't but in there it said it was looking for new ownership it was seeking something under new ownership they wanted to sell the company basically yeah but that was kind of like the oh this is the you sell it or you go broke phase because it's uh, going public the thing with electric skateboards and things that aren't legal going public is a lot more complicated and you can't just go on the new york stock exchange you know it has to be something a little bit more mainstream that isn't yeah. know, illegal in a lot of places. Um, so then people knew something was up big time. You saw Sam Sheffer put up an announcement going, I don't know what's going down. I love this company, but, you know, e, this yeah. is not looking good. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, 
it's interesting because while the V3 was happening, the Rev came out, we talked about everything moving to China. I think at that same time, the Chinese e-skate market was booming. See, this is the thing. So you have like a cross where you have growth with the Chinese e-skateboards and you have boosted plateauing and starting to go in the opposite direction. Now, does anyone see the irony with the Chinese e-skate market booming at the mm-hmm. same time that they move their production to China? Yeah. Now, in well, China, can you just steal someone's idea and replicate it? And is that okay? It's a little bit more acceptable because we see it a lot, right? Yeah. So, at There's the less same repercussions, time, at the same time, but... it was a little bit of ironic timing with the technology that was coming around, making it very feasi- feasible and like modular. Like you yeah. could just buy parts. They were from getting good. They were getting really good. They were getting right? good, and the prices started lower. Mm-hmm. So, so it was a lot more appealing, and that's one thing with the boosted after the rev. That was one big thing that I was doing a little bit of research last night. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I learned is that they were kind of being phased out quickly, even though they had that cult following and everything was going, you know, everything was great for so long. When that competition came in, they were like, oh, oh, and it really set them back, really set them back. Um, and that's when you really started to see them fall off. Yeah, I definitely argue that Boosted kind of almost helped the mark, like the Chinese Eastgate market come to be so successfully because they provided this free marketing and e-skates became so popular with boosted that it was much easier for these companies in china to just come start up out of nowhere like well, that's like meepo like Backfire. in shenzhen that's yeah the thing. that's what i mean they yeah. look at what's popular mm-hmm. and they're like hey we can recreate that but at like a fifth of the cost with maybe slightly different components, mm-hmm. and that's that's how it works, right? They so boosted was in a very difficult situation where they had to they had to pivot, I think, but they didn't. They kept the V three. They released a scooter. Mm-hmm. They didn't really consider the market forces that were at play, and I almost feel like they were blind to the growth of like these Chinese boards that you would like you would start to see them more and more and more when before all you would see is boosted. Yeah. And Boosted was like the go-to. Like if you wanted an e-skate, you wouldn't even look anywhere anywhere else. Well, that was the thing too, is you see people on the street and they're like, oh, it's a Boosted board. Exactly. Right? They and had now... that name recognition. Exactly. It's and like you Google it. It's like, oh, it's a Get Kleenex. It. It's yes. Like, it's a tissue. Yeah. Um, but there was, everyone's like, oh, it's a Boosted board. And then when I ended up getting a board that wasn't a Boosted board, they're like, oh, it's a Boosted board. I'm like, ah. <laughs> but now in 2022, they're like, look, it's an electric longboard. Yeah, exactly. Right? So now they don't really talk about Boosted as much. Like, yep. who who watching this now is watching all the way to this point near the end and going, I didn't know what Boosted was. There's you probably know? someone. There's got to be someone. Yeah, 100%. Like, people yeah. who got in this during the pandemic, yeah. the pandemic pandemic was kind of announced in march and that's, and that's around the beginning of march is when they announced they were looking for new ownership yeah and then it wasn't soon and after that that it just kind of fizzled away and you it, saw it people happened leaving. fast Do yeah the you, i don't know if you have the dates but it happened real fast because what I, re- I recall at the beginning of the pandemic there that that announcement that you talked about and then quickly boards that they were selling just were out of stock oh yeah they're when it they was, made like that, they were still around but it was like you go on their website there was no stock of anything yeah so when they made that announcement you go on their website that's what you saw right then out oh, of stock everything okay. was out of stock okay so that's what really tipped people off because they read that announcement they're like, yeah oh, go check if the there website. was still stock it'd and be they like, were like oh yeah. right so, so later the boards, on like instantly were gone 
Yeah. Or like they weren't gone, but they weren't selling them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So later on, there was a company that came out called Boosted and USA. selling all the inventory. And they had all the extra stock that was left over. Yeah. And they, they ended up selling or still do sell a lot yeah. of the boosted stuff. But um, yeah, it was just out of stock. And people who had bought the Rev and bought the thing, they're like, I had ordered this a long time ago. Does that mean I'm still going to get my stuff? Like, The Rev's like on? an antique now. It's, it's yeah. Probably, it's probably more valuable now. And I've seen a couple recently was, and I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. I have not seen one in right? Toronto. It's like when you see um, when you see the Ninebot unicycle. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, the Z10. Or the Segway unicycle or whatever it was. Yeah. No, right? Ninebot. Z10. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, that thing's robust. That thing's a thing. It right? looks so cool. But the funny thing is, is right after this, what really tipped it off for everyone in the community was when <clears throat> legitimate companies started buying Boosted. So it wasn't even, it was a month after they announced in April 2020 that we heard that Lime Scooters bought Boosted. And then after that, uh, there's a discussion of the IP and all these things. Who owns the rights for this and that? Is anything going to happen with Boosted? Is China. Lime going to... Exactly. Is Lime <laughs> going to continue to make these boards, you know? And at that point, you have um, players in the game like X-Way, yes. right? And X-Way, I believe, comes... They're from China, right? Right. And they yeah. make a very similar type board and started making some innovations with the Flex. And what about and Evolve? Uh, Evolve was in the game with Boosted at the beginning. Yeah. And they're still one of the biggest, if not the biggest name out there. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Then people were kind of questioning, is Boosted going to have a future? We come to find out now at the end of all of this that it literally just dissolved into nothing because I believe somebody else bought out Lime. I don't know if I have it here. You're right. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask because I don't remember Lime buying it. Uber bought I out Lime some... is what I have in my head, but I don't see that here. I'm okay. looking at a Wikipedia page for Boosted. Okay. All right. I watched a lot of other stuff, but this has got a good spread of information for a timeline. So. Yeah. But you're right. Like basically, the company dissolved. Yeah, and There's we were no all like, "IP, no branding, no products anywhere." Yeah, and that's when everyone went, "Uh, right." And then there was like, um, like pictures that came out of a V4 lineup they were working on that had like LEDs and stuff in it, and we didn't know if that was true or just like a rendering. Yeah. There was also rumor that I think turned out to be true because we hear it come out of Bobby's mouth that they were working with Tony Hawk, working on a birdhouse version of a boosted board, which is like full circle right like yeah. the skateboard legend yeah. doing an electric skateboard that'd be really cool and they also had another guy who was using the shortboard i forget his name oh i should probably have his name somewhere um he was on a he was in like um i want to get it right it was like a skate park but in a bowl oh, okay like with concrete. electric yeah with electric cool. and he was riding around and can do like big jumps and stuff like yeah. that so it was really cool um so yeah we were all kind of excited and then it kind of fizzled out and now you know we see some boosteds around and they're usually just people they're not serious riders for a few years yeah right because ride the, occasionally yeah because they don't have the larger battery the biggest battery they ended up making was the extended battery that went at you know 18 yeah, 20, kilometers, like 20 most, kilometers yeah right so i think they had like a 12s 10 or 12s 2p and a 12s 1p you know like it seems like you got 10 and 20 kilometers yeah um, but you know, they, they went fast. The stealth went a little bit faster than the V2, but you're still capped at like a high 20 something kilometers. It, it's good for what it was or no 30, sorry, 30 mm -hmm. high 30 something. Cause it, with the stealth, you can get up to 40, 40 yeah. 42 yeah. downhill or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it was impressive because anything close to 50 on an e-skate in my opinion is somewhat sketchy. That's the line. Especially of, here. 
Yeah, and like roads if you're on our idea. roads, ooh. Yeah, if you got one a wide, bump at fifty. Yeah. If you're like in some mountain roads in Europe somewhere, and you're like cruising down like where the long borders go, nice pavement, nice pavement, yeah. then that's perfect. But here, not not so much. Yeah, so I think that's one great thing about the Busa because even when they came out with the Stealth, it wasn't hitting that fifty barrier. So I think a lot of riders didn't really realize what that 45 plus into 50 feels like and how that's a real big change because when you end up racing and stuff like that and you get into a long stretch on a back and you get close to 50 kilometers you're like oh because i don't dare go over 50 in traffic now because you get a random wobble that can come out and like even an experienced rider could be riding at 50 and just if it's unpredictable the slightest, on the street, like angle change. Yeah, like, like you really got to know the dip. road and it's got to be smooth at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, you can do it if you're extremely, extremely experienced. Yeah, but just push through it. and You're you're working for it. Yeah, You know, 100%. at that point, it is it is like going on an EUC on a single track that's a double black diamond that you're going to pedal clip on. You're sweating to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's you just know. Just tighten those trucks up. Is that the way? Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of trucks. The one, the one difference between Boosted and companies like Evolve that we still see today, Evolve makes great boards. Evolve is known for making double kingpin trucks yes. that go on theirs. And this is a Boosted truck. Yep. This is the latest version, their V3, which their, uh, their first V3s were kind of bad. And then their second round of V3 trucks were a lot stronger and yeah. robust. Did they have the ones that broke? Was that the V3s? Yeah. And that may have been the V2s, but the oh, beginning okay. of the V3s, I think, were the ones yeah. that were really, really breaking. And then they came out with a robust one, which you could tell between the thickness right yeah, by the wheel. Yeah, it's much thicker, yeah. Right? And like you could tell, I rode this for a while. Like I chewed them up, <laughs> but um, they never went with double kingpin. It was always single, and it was like a somewhat mid range. It wasn't really like a long, long board, mm-hmm. but it was a longish board. But yeah, that makes sense. You didn't really need double kingpin for those speeds, do you? Or what would you say the advantage or well, disadvantages? I here? think the one thing that boosted boards had was that they never had a stiff deck. They never had a deck. Yeah, that it was, was always very flexy. Flat. Yeah, I've seen those Casey videos where he like jumps on it yeah. and touches the ground. And at that point, when you're watching people go around and boost it, it's 2017, 2018, you see someone coming around and evolve and you have a boosted rider try to go on it and they the go to jump like on carbon, it. Yeah, and, and it's they're like, like rock hard. They have no idea that like other boards exist. <laughs> you know, all they know is boosted board and they go to jump on an evolve and they jump on it and it's literally yeah. flat. They're like, whoa. I know know people always love that about Boosted because it gave you like suspension in a sense. Not really, but they would argue that like the flex would allow bumps to be less The mobility is nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I kind of said that for a bit as well because having a stiff deck is a specific type of feeling. Yes. But now that's what you've ridden mostly. But when you're only doing... Like your race ones at ERL, they're all stiff. Exactly. But when you're only doing like 30, 35 at most or a little bit more than that, you're cruising at like 25, 30. Yeah. It's kind of nice to have a flexi deck just okay. to kind of have fun with, right? Yeah. But when you have a board that's capable of doing that 40 plus. You want it to be more like A little bit more in, rigidity stable. for that. Because like imagine you hit even the slightest little bump. You get a little bit of flex, but you have a little bit of toe pressure on your board. Yeah. That truck could slightly turn yep. and then want to bring itself back. And if you can't control it when it brings itself back. That's when a wobble starts. That's where it begins, yeah. Right? Because you can catch something and maybe even, you know, if you catch it coming back, it could slide your whole back end out on one little swivel 
And if you can't catch that to power slide it to bring it back underneath you, it's just going to wobble out. And that's when you see people wah, 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 insert wah. video of you at URL last year. Oh, maybe we should. <laughs> Cause I came up and it, same thing. I was doing about 40 going yeah. into 45. And there was like, there was like a track that super swivels switchbacks yeah. and I was going straight across it. Yeah. And when I hit one of those switchbacks, there was a bit of a dip and it went in and it went to come back, but it was such a big dip. And I instant wobble. I hadn't been, I hadn't started racing, you know, I started racing for maybe. Yeah, I was like at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it was the yeah. first night out, yeah. so I had only raced a few weeks yep. instead of like a few months, and man, by the end of that season, I could have, I could have taken that, you yeah, know, that sure. line and been able to make it after that season because I became such a better rider. We did ERL in Toronto, Electric Racing League, where we just, every Wednesday night, we went out and raced, and it was so much fun. Um, all PEVs. All PEVs. E-skate, But E-skate is so much fun. So much fun to race around that track. But, um, yeah, if only boosted boards were around today, and who knows what they would have made, really, because they were going into the scooter space. The diehard longboard people may have enticed them to make something. Like, they were working with Tony Hawk. I'm curious today, uh, if you're still listening at this point in mm-hmm. the episode, what's your favorite e-skate now? There's, yeah. there's so many brands out there now. That's a fair question. I don't really know what I would say even, right? Like Boosted was so good and they were just so unanimously known across the globe Yeah, um, that like today it's very different. So I'm curious. Yeah. Let us know what your favorite e-skate is. If you're an e-skate rider, if you're not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So for me, like, I love the boosted board, but if there's three, I'm going to name three of my most favorite sure, high end yeah. boards, like wish list boards. It's the three you're probably thinking about Cali, LaCroix, or Trampa. Yeah. I knew all three of those. Oh, we'll see if anyone else boy mentions those as well. Yeah. Or big gal boards, mm-hmm. whatever you like. Or uh, big X boards. Welcome to 2022. <laughs> um, yeah, so those, you know, what, what they're producing now for eSkate is quite exciting. And you still see other boards come out, like the budget brand, the boosted style. Like, people are calling it the boosted style. So the boosted name's kind of still staying around. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's, you know, just that flat deck with the enclosure for the battery and the enclosure for the ESC yep. under it. And you still see X-Way making boards just like that. Very successful company. And, you know, they're doing they're doing quite well. And I know the X-Way Canada guy lives, actually, right around the corner from the PV lane set. Um, yeah, so it's... I think it's a history that's that was worth telling. Yes, yeah, so we're proving our name is PV Lane. Very happy to do an eSkate episode. And um, yeah, don't forget we're going to doing the a giveaway for Kinetic DL shoes. And we're going to see that on our Instagram in the morning. Uh, the winner for the our giveaway for the shoes. Yeah, so if you haven't entered, you still have a chance. Get in that. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Yeah, comment anything you'd like below. Any suggestions and comments. And we'll be happy to reply to them down there. Until next time, we'll catch you on PEV Lane. Peace. Peace. My name is Brett, also known as E-Rider Today. E-Rider Today? No. I messed that up. It's today, man. Oh, fuck. We got to do that again now. (laughs)